Welcome back to Elder Law Issues. This is Robert Fleming, a partner in the Tucson, Arizona Elder Law Firm of Fleming and Curdy PLC. Usually I spend this time talking to one of my other partners, but I have a special guest today, Professor Jerry Beyer from uh, Texas Tech University. Uh, Jerry, if I may, you are the Preston, Governor Preston Smith Regents Fellow, a very long title. Yes, uh, I was very lucky to get a professorship that was named after the governor who actually signed the legislation creating the law school. Oh, is that right? I, I thought Texas Tech Law School was ancient. It's a relatively modern law school. If relatively modern means like 40 or 50 years, yes. Yeah, uh, for you and me, that's, uh, that's, that's a, a blink of the eye. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Preston Smith, did you ever meet him? No, he, he the professorship was created after he passed away. So that was like in his honor that they did that. Uh, and we have lots of things in Lubbock named after him. The airport is the Preston Smith International Airport. So it's a very common thing that we have things named after him. You've been at Texas Tech for, uh, what, about 15 years? 15 years, yeah. I started there in 2005. And... Uh, the, the reason that I asked you to come and talk to us is because you have a, quite a national reputation as, uh, as an excellent writer on topics of, uh, of unique concern or consideration for estate planning attorneys and the, and the clients that they serve. Uh, so one of the things that you do is you have a blog that, uh, that you maintain about being a, a trust and estates professor. That's right. It's the Wills Trust and Estates Professor blog. And it's not just designed for professors, but it's designed for anyone who wants to keep current with recent developments in the wills, trusts, and estate planning area. So you're posting uh, mostly, I guess, it might be called an aggregator blog. Yes, I look at, uh, I get articles. I have uh, people who actually uh, submit suggestions to me. I have an assistant that helps me with it. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Well, one of the things that I know you've written about a lot there, oh, I suppose we should uh, find out how to get to it. You can just, the easiest thing is uh, buyerblog.com is a shortcut, B-E-Y-E-R-C-O-M.com. Yeah, cool. I, I mean, I'm sorry, buyerblog, B-E-Y-E-R-B-L-O-G.com will get you there. Cool, I didn't know that. Uh, I'll bookmark it. One of the things I know you've written a lot about, though, and you've been very involved with, is the development of electronic wills. Uh, as we sit here talking today, the, the world and the U.S. and Arizona and Lubbock, Texas, are all deeply enmeshed in a coronavirus pandemic crisis, which uh, has kept people from, from getting out of their houses very much and is going to continue to disrupt uh, business life for weeks or months. And as I was thinking about having this interview with you, it, it occurred to me that if I wanted to sit in my apartment living room and choose a house online from one of the many online um, providers and hire a broker and, uh, and uh, make an offer and view the house on, online, uh, I could sign online, I could sign the broker contract, and I could sign the final contract for the purchase. I could do everything. I could own a house without ever having seen a human being or seen the house itself in about two weeks' time, probably, in current yeah. systems. That's absolutely true. In fact, a development near where we have our vacation home here in Tucson, that's what they're advertising that you can do. 
so that you don't have to be bothered by coming to look at the at the house. Exactly. That's like that's like I said. That's their advertisement. You can do it all without ever seeing the house or actually talking to a person face to face. So can I sign my wills, trusts, powers of attorney in the same way online without any human contact? Unfortunately, not yet. But it seems like it's not that much more complicated than buying a house or buying a car or ordering groceries. In some ways, it's not that much more complicated than choosing a takeout dinner, which I can still do. I can I can get that arranged uh, in the current crisis. Well, Why? well, you're, you're you're certainly right. It's because having wills and the other documents executed with witnesses in person has been the way it's been for you know hundreds and hundreds of years. And when the rules were developed, they never envisioned that there would be any other type of technology. I mean, if you told them you could see people on a screen, you'd probably be a witch or warlock and roasted <laughs> at the stake. I mean, it, the technology was not even in their imagination yet. And the law is very slow in this area to catch up. So you've written a lot about the places where the law is slowly catching up. Uh, Texas, where you live, is not one of those places, I think. No, it is not, unfortunately. Uh, in fact, there was actually some talk about moving forward with electronic wills last year, and the bar said, well, no, we really don't want to go there. And now I think they're regretting that they didn't uh, take a little more initiative in that area. Well, we here in Arizona are way out in front. We are one of the first four states, actually the third state, to adopt an electronic will uh, law. And I know that you know a little bit about our electronic will law. So is that, is, has that changed everything uh, from a national perspective? Everybody is wishing that they were as far forward as Arizona? They're wishing they had electronic wills like Arizona, but even Arizona's statute doesn't do some of the things that right now in our environment would be helpful. For example, the witnesses still must be present with the testator, the client, when the will is signed. So you can't have remote witnessing, which some of the electronic will states allow. I know that you could do remote witnessing under, I think, Nevada's and Florida's laws. Could I, sitting here in Tucson, sign an electronic will using Florida's law? It is possible. I, I don't know about Florida, because their statute actually isn't effective quite yet, not until July or June of this year. Uh, I think Nevada you can. One of the issues would be is if you did that in Nevada, would Arizona accept the will, even though it doesn't meet Arizona requirements? Do you have a, a saving statute that would accept that? Well, that's an interesting question. We do have a savings statute, but, uh, but it, it talks about uh, whether the will would be valid in the state where it was executed in. So what state is it executed in if, the, if I'm signing it here in Arizona and my witnesses are in Montana and Pennsylvania? Um, and, and that doesn't even get us to how we deal with the notary. What about remote notaries? Well, more and more states now do have laws that authorize remote notarization. One of the problems there, though, is that some states still require that the person be in the presence of the notary, and there's a disconnect between the remote notarization statutes and the how you have to sign statutes. What I usually tell my clients who ask about this is that uh, it's likely that we could cobble together a system that probably would be uh, legal and efficient, but you don't want to be the person whose estate plan fails because it turns out that it isn't 
uh, within the, the current rules. Well, that is a big problem because there's a lot of discussion, I'm sure here in Arizona, but it's definitely in Texas, about all these different ways and possibilities of doing it. But there's no guarantee of any of them. It would take years before people litigate it and courts decide whether or not it was or was not sufficient. And that is a big problem because in our area, we like to give people certainty that we've done what they need to do and they can rely on what we've done. And that's very hard to do in today's environment. You've been teaching and watching the development of the law for the last 15 years in, in Texas and years before that in other places. Uh, do you think that in five or 10 years, we'll look back at this period and think, oh, how quaint back when they were concerned about who was in the physical presence and whether the notary was online. I think this is like a turning point. I think after this, you're going to see widespread development of this area because people now realize that it really is something that is needed. And I think they'll see that it doesn't only work in these types of situations, but there's many other contexts where being able to do remote wills, remote witnessing, remote notarization can be extremely beneficial for everyday citizens. Uh, there's the old story about King Canute who famously took his chair out into the surf and, and uh, sat down and commanded the, the uh, tides not to come in and drown him. That didn't work out so well. <laughs> I, I think that may be the way that, uh, that we're going to look when we look back in a couple of, in a couple of decades, probably not a couple of years. but I would say within a decade or so, I think that will be accurate. But in the meantime, it's pretty hard to be sure that a remotely witnessed or remotely notarized will and trust and powers of attorney are going to be valid. So at least our Arizona advice is, uh, unfortunately, you've got to do it the conventional way and we have to deal with the, uh, the protections that are necessary to make sure that you don't get exposed to coronavirus or any other um, uh, pathogens. Uh, and uh, and we need to be cautious, but that's how you're going to have to do it. Is that what you tell people in Texas? As Absolutely. Well? That, that advice is spot on. Well, thank you. Spot on is what we shoot for. <laughs> uh, thanks. I've been talking to Professor Jerry Beyer from Texas Tech College of Law in Lubbock, Texas, in Tucson, because as he gave away, he has a vacation home here, and he's a regular visitor and a good friend. Uh, thank you for joining us. This is Robert Fleming of Elder Law Issues a service of the Tucson, Arizona law firm of Fleming and Curdy PLC. We hope you'll join us again next time. Thanks.